Well, welcome to episode three of In the Stacks. Um, a lot's happened in the last week. Yeah, a so, lot has. Yeah, we've got a lot of things to catch up on. Uh, obviously, you know, last Saturday I saw Toy Story 3, so mm -hmm. I have a few words to say about that. Okay. And uh, I think LaToya has, I'm sure LaToya will find something somewhat interesting to add <laughs> somewhat to the conversation. Somewhat interesting. <laughs> um, I haven't really gotten a whole lot of response yet to uh, last week's episode. Not yet, no. But, but I mean, uh, that's kind of the case with the first one, too. We've gotten here some here and there, so... Um, again, we encourage everyone to continue to give us feedback, even if it's stuff that, you know, comments that we've said, or, or if you want to provide us with answers of things that we may have not remember at that moment kind of thing. So, you know, whatever yeah. you want to do to be a part of the show, that'd be great. And, you know, I mean, Latoya's name is part of the show now, so any request to have her replaced <laughs> as co-host, unfortunately, really can't be considered right now, because we've invested money into the logo right, exactly. and the shirts and things so like I'm, that. So I'm here for at least this season. Yes, at okay. least the first season. <laughs> yeah. Now, when do we go on hiatus? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I guess we should be certainly be like television where there or is... Or are we like American part. television where there's like 26 episodes or is it like the UK where there's know. like 13? I don't know. And see, I was going to talk about that in, in, I guess, movie chat or TV chat that just, you know, the interest in how it works here versus over... In England, but yeah, I don't know. We hadn't really decided. You know, I kind of thought we'd maybe go every week, kind of thing. And well, of course, they don't even call it seasons, over right? There. They call it series, series which right. yeah, I don't really understand. <laughs> Again, we're not even in that segment. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we are going to have a special guest today for Stump the Chomp. Yes. It's going to be a remote chomp. Yes, it is. It's our yeah. first call in, or we're actually making the call, but. Uh, our first phone stumped the chunk. We should have it sponsored. You know, on like ESPN Radio, it's always like on the, the, the Subway Fresh Take hotline. Okay. You know, so we could we could have this as like a sponsored thing. Well, you know, kind of tying into your whole library fair donation mm -hmm. thing, you know, maybe if someone sponsors it with some true. money. <laughs> For, um... Or two, services. $200, I will name... The, the hotline after your business. Cool, cool. Yeah, so it'll be for the season, I guess. Yes, for the for the season, however long that lasts. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. But yes, we do have our, our first call-in um, participant. Mm -hmm. And uh, and today's trivia is actually going to be all about Twilight. Yes. Which I believe is a somewhat popular series. Just a little, I about guess. About sparkly vampires. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, it should be interesting. Um, well, uh, we always start off with stuff about, you know, actually the library, mm -hmm. um, since, uh, you know, it is a library-related podcast. That's what we tell people. And, of course, because we're in the middle of SRC, or Summer Reading Club. But, you um, know, June's almost over. Yes, yes. Um, so that means SRC is almost over. But, mm -hmm. no, um, last week we had, of course, the two fish crafts yes. and the calligraphy craft. And for one, what I heard, it they went really well. Um, yeah, had nice turnouts. So. Yes, yes. Um, we Again, with these types of things, we do have caps on how many people can participate. Um, but, but from what I was told, the slots filled up very quickly. And the kids had a great deal of fun um, making the crafts and participating in the calligraphy. And I know some some kids uh, who took part in the calligraphy did the the fish craft earlier, and some of them were sticking around for the oh, fish craft in the okay. afternoon. So some people were doing multiple crafts. Um, now, of course, today um, is Ken Scott, a magician. Yes. Uh, probably by the time this is released, he, he will have done his performance, but I'm sure it's going to go fantastic. I'm sure because he he, this is not his first time here. Um, yes. So um, and I know that's part of the reason why he's back. He was very popular before. Mm -hmm. um, of course, again, last week we had had the movies, Blue Crush and Pirates of the Caribbean 3, which is, um, what is that, At World's End or something? Yeah, something like um, that. Yeah. So... So we're Incredible turnout for those. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're winding down with our movie series for the summer, mm -hmm. as well as, of course, you know, throughout the Summer Reading Club, we have six story times in a week. Mm -hmm. um, so I know that Anne and her staff are looking forward to, to taking a break because they normally do. I think August is their off month to, yeah. to recover from Summer Reading Club. But um, our upcoming event is, which is on the 1st, we have Finding Nemo um, playing mm -hmm. here at 10.30. And, of course, again, a reminder that we have the story times Mondays through Wednesdays, 10.30 and 3.30. Um, and that's through the 7th of July. And then, of course, we'll they'll be going back to their one story times a week or story time and, and what's Taller the other? Time. Yes. And then in August, they'll be taking a break. But we'll, we'll tell you more about that as it, it gets mm -hmm. closer. 
Um, I did want to remind people, too, uh, one thing during Summer Reading Club is when we do our uh, patron survey. Um, it's all online, yes. so you can take it from home. You can take it from Japan if you want. Um, it's You just go to www.tllsga.org, and there's a link there that says um, patron uh, survey. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of so. click on that. There's only 10 questions, so it doesn't take very long. And uh, we really do need your feedback. Uh, last year we had 204 responses. This year we're running about half that. So I don't I don't know what's going on. You people are letting me down. But um, I'd <laughs> yeah, like to at least equal feedback. last year's. Yeah. Um, and the, you know we do use that to to help with programming and, and such like that. So it is. And important. yeah, it's it's a great assessment tool to evaluate what's working, what's not, and just kind of what direction we want to go in. Um, so yeah, please take the survey. Let us know what you think. Yeah, and uh, that runs until the end of SRC, which I believe is July 15th. Right, but they yeah. can pr pick up prizes through the end of the month. Yeah, July but the 20th. survey stops on July 15th. Right, right. So, you know, you've, you've got to go ahead and rush and go ahead and do that. <laughs> so. Anything else uh, library-related? Well, um, you know, we always like to discuss something, um, an additional component of the library, and today I wanted to kind of mention, just generally speaking, obtaining a library card. Um we are a part of PINES, which is the statewide system of basically um, a statewide public library. Unfortunately, the metro Atlanta area and a few, a few other counties don't take, take part. But obtaining a library card within PINES, which you can use the same card in any PINES library, is relatively easy. If you've never had one before and you're a Georgia resident, it doesn't cost you anything. All you have to do is provide some form of identification as well as something with your current mailing address. Generally speaking, most people will use their driver's license. The cards are good for two years, and it's even though they expire, it's not that they're no longer good, it just means that you need to update your information. So you could, in theory, hold on to that card for forever. Um, but we, of course, encourage everyone to get a library card. You know, I think years ago it was a bigger thing for kids the excitement of getting a card. Mm -hmm. I remember getting mine. Yeah, and I, I remember mine too. Um, and I think as we get older, certainly speaking to adults getting cards or even teens getting cards, that you know people do forget about the library. Um, I think it's also because of what their perception is of the library. They forget that there's so many other things that we do here besides just checking out books. You know, we've got the internet, computers, we've got activities, stuff like that. So um, again, get a library card. It's almost like, you know, that whole push to go out and vote. Go get your library card. It doesn't cost you anything, and it opens so many doors. Yes. And, you know, I mean, we are much more than books, but uh, I would like to encourage people to actually open a book every now and then. Uh, are you talking I imagine, to me? No. I imagine, <laughs> I imagine that most people listening to a, a library-related podcast are already readers, even though 50% of the staff making the show is not. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just, I find it, it's strange to me when people say, well, I just don't have time to read. I mean, if, if something's important to you, you make the time to That's do it. That's true, but you know how that is, too. There's it's things that are important your to mind. you in your life that sometimes you just can't make the time for. Well, then it really wasn't that important to you. Oh, jeez. Okay. okay. Yeah. But anyway, just open up a book every now and then. Stimulate your mind. Um, you know, imagination is a very powerful tool. And, and people say, well, you know, how is reading Treasure Island going to help me at my work? I think you'd be surprised. It just it, it allows you to think about things that maybe are outside your normal realm of experience and that inspires you to different thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, any more library related stuff? No, no, no. I think that's that's it for um for this week. Okay. Well, so. I guess we'll uh move on then. Uh we have uh this thing called Latoya's People in a Minute. Which yeah, I think we should probably rename it or something cuz it's never a minute's worth of talk. Well, you know, I mean there's really it's catchy though. There's about a minute's worth of news there and then we kind of stretch it out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um my top 3 this week, uh, my number 1 is Betty White. Um Betty White has made a profound comeback. Um, and, and they say come back, even though yeah. she's like, I hadn't gone anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw somebody ask her about that, and she was like, well, she she didn't know she'd stopped working. Right. You know. She's been in the, the business for decades now, mm -hmm. I think probably 60 years, because she's in her 80s at this point. Oh, you've heard about the, the nude photos, right? No, really? Yeah. Well, there's been rumors for years and years that there are nude photos of her and one of her husbands. 
out there. I thought she's only married once or well, twice. Well, maybe. Okay. I don't know. But one of her husbands, anyway. Okay. Um, and matter of fact, she addressed it years ago on, you know, on David Letterman and different shows like that because she did some, like, um, risque modeling uh-huh. when she was younger, but no, no actual nudity. Um, but, yeah, there was a story last week. This is a kind of an urban legend that pops up every now and then. The story that's out there right now is that in her old house, that in the attic, somebody found a box containing four photos of her in the buff when she was younger. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Betty, of course, just has laughed it off. Yeah. You know, and, of course, they, the photos haven't come out, so I imagine it is just an urban legend. But, uh, you know, she said that she's not that concerned about them finding uh, any old nudie pictures. She just wants to know if they'll find her old uh, jewelry. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I love Betty White. The reason why she made it into my People in a Minute segment is because, you know, she has been in the business a while. She She's certainly been, people have seen her here and there just in, like, different um, game shows and stuff throughout the years. Um, and, of course, everyone knows her from Golden Girls, that and kind Mary of Tyler thing. Moore. Right. And she's amazing. Um, you know, she, I think what made her big comeback lately was when she did the, um, the Super Bowl commercial. Um, everyone kind of was like, oh, wait a second, Betty White. Yeah. Um, and, and then from there, there was that big Facebook push to get her mm-hmm. onto SNL. And she, she apparently did a really great job. I'm, I'm still frustrated. I have not seen that episode. Um, so they're saying that she's the new it girl. <laughs> well, and then, and then she had a, a very funny appearance on the MTV Movie Awards. Which um, I, again, didn't see. I read about it on People yeah. Afterwards. Um, and she, I actually saw um, last week, started a new series that she's in, which um, is called Hot in Cleveland. It's on TV land. Mm-hmm. And um, she apparently wasn't even, she was just going to guest on the first episode. And when they... When she did it, they, they basically begged her to, mm. to stay on the series. And it has her and Valerie Bertinelli. Um, can't remember the others at this point. But, oh, um, Jane Reeves is it, who was on um, Frasier. And I, another... I find the whole idea of new programming on TV land strange. I don't like it when networks come out with an, uh, a, an identity themed, and yeah. then move away from it. It's like Cartoon Network. You know, now no longer shows just cartoons. Really? Well, you know, like the past week they've been showing, um, uh, what is it, uh, Men in Black almost every night. Oh. And, you know, they, they have live action series now. They have uh, uh, this thing called Unnatural History, which is their, their new yeah, series. Yeah, I've been seeing the commercials for it. Yeah, and, you know, so Cartoon Network now shows more and more live action. And it's the same thing, you know, Sci-Fi, which, you know, changed yeah. its name from Sci-Fi to S-C-Y. FY. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they've announced they're going to start showing less and less sci-fi. They're going to show more wrestling. Like, and they're well, going to do some reality series and stuff. They're, yeah. they're, they're going more for like what Spike said they were going to be originally, which right. is like a male-oriented right. network, right. 18 to 34. Um, which is just, so TV land, you know, which is supposed to be like classic television. How, how do you have new shows? Well, I think maybe it's like. I know you've got classic actors There you on go. Them, and that's that's I, how I'm looking at it. Yeah. And <laughs> even like the TV Land Awards, it's just like so, such a strange idea. It is a very strange idea. I'm going to give an award for a series that was canceled 30-something years ago. And yeah, I mean, don't you theoretically run out of series and aren't you really recognizing yeah. the same Yeah, because every one year they of... have more awards. Oh, wow. You know, it's strange to me. It seems like what they would have instead is like a TV Land reunion series. Yeah. And every couple of, maybe every month, they would just bring back the cast members from an old series and, you know, and do like a roast of those characters. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, and I agree with you. I don't like when when channels do that. And and it, it, because what is it? Court TV changed their name to True TV. Right, yeah. So. It's not, it's not reality. It's it's actuality. actuality. Yeah. What does that mean? (laughs) Well, because reality, like we said on last week's show, is scripted, and actuality is not. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, again, Betty White. So, I, I encourage you guys to watch this show. I think it's definitely a chick show, um, but it's called Hot in Cleveland, and I did enjoy it, so I'm going to continue watching like that series. Like Hot Flashes? Or? Well, no, it, it, I was wondering that myself first, too, yeah. but it's really more about the, their... Um, they used to be, the three main characters used to live in L.A. And, of course, they're, you know, past their 40s. Mm-hmm. They come to Cleveland by accident. Um, and they're... Left turn at Albuquerque. Maybe. Something like that. And they're they're considered hot, you know. And they're like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. You know, the guys think we're amazing here. And <laughs> so, so, so is it insulting the women of Cleveland? 
No, I, Betty White moves to Cleveland, and all well, of a sudden she's, she's a like a hottie. Three. She's not a part of the three, <laughs> but but anyway, it's 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 something I'm going to continue to watch, and it's it's again on my DVR, so it's made my top fifty <laughs> in shows. Whatever happened? To that? You were watching a show at one point that had like a bunch of male actors. Um, oh, Holly, um, Hollywood Husbands. Or no, something? no, 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 no. Uh, this one was like a bunch of guys who were like over the age of 30. Oh, men of a certain age? Men of a certain oh, age. Oh, that has that Ray Romano. I don't know for sure. It's still on my DVR. I mean, the season ended. Right. But I don't know if they're bringing it back. I haven't heard anything else about it. I haven't either. So I, I hope they did. They do because they had, it's kind of the same thing with um, the starter wife. They had turned it into a series and yeah. I didn't even realize that they had stopped it and I was wikiing it at one point. And yeah, they it, I guess didn't really catch on. So I'd watched the first season and I guess yeah. I didn't even realize there was a second season of the show and then they canceled it. So Now throwing this into to Barry's uh, people in a minute. Um, you don't have a people in the minute. Yeah. Did, you, <laughs> did you watch the True Blood season premiere? No. It was like two weeks ago. <laughs> last last Sunday was episode two. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, it, was, it was incredible. I told you I'm not into that stuff. And it, we had the whole horror discussion last but it's not, week. it's not horror. I don't like that kind of stuff. It It's like Sex me. in the City with like, no, vampires. No, no, It is. No, it's no. a soap opera. I, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm still, I, no. I'm, I'm. If you got scared watching True Blood, <laughs> then you would not be able to leave your house during the day. Okay? <laughs> because it's no more scary than the library. I don't know. I just, I, and well, the library is a scary place. So, a public library. But you come here every day. I do, but I, I have to. I mean, you know, i got to get paid. Mm. All right, so what's next? <laughs> My next one is Mariah Carey, another person who, for years, had had a huge career and then had kind of disappeared for That's a while. Really crazy. Yeah, and then she came back with... And the, she's still a little crazy. She is, but which is funny because her comeback was that huge album, The Emancipation of Mimi. Right, yeah. <laughs> Um, but she's of course in in uh, the tabloids for um, her her marriage to was it Nick Cannon who to me is still like a child. Um, now, who, who was Nick Cannon? He was somebody. Yeah, he had, had he, he was her. on a, sh a couple shows yeah. before, and I know now he's the host of America's Got Talent or something like that. But oh yeah 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 yeah, and then he was in the movie Drumline, which was kind of big. I saw Drumline, but I don't yeah. remember was he in that. He is the main he was character. The star? Yeah. But it's him that she married. Um, so they're doing this thing Isn't now. Isn't he a which lot is, younger than her? Yeah, he is. He's in his, like, 20s. I think he's... Well, I know he's younger than I am, I, I believe. When you're, like, 12. Whatever. Anyway, they're part of this new trend in Hollywood, it seems like, where they're um, renewing their vows every year. You know, so they, they got married two years ago or something like that. And each year, they go get married again and have this big, you know, wedding Um so I don't know. I'm, I don't know how I feel about renewing your vows every year, making it like, oh, I'm getting married every year. Yeah. I can understand doing like a little ceremony on the, the key anniversaries, like, you know, five and 10 and 15 or something, but every year. Uh, well, are they doing it on their wedding anniversary every Apparently. year? Apparently. Well, you know, whatever works for them, I guess. Huh? I guess. Um, you know, there's also pregnancy rumors, which on people they've been, you know, they, they, they're all talking, they're just really coy about it, but... The, their their puppy just had puppies, so you know that's yeah. the big you know announcement by them. But I, I don't know. I, I I like I still like Mariah Carey. She's certainly very talented. But yeah, I, much like most talented people in Hollywood, I think she does have a little nutty side as well. Yeah. Um, my third person is someone I hesitate to even mention because I'm not a fan. Is Sarah Palin? I thought this was like. <laughs> entertainment news it is but remember we discussed how just like people will throw in these real people oh, or whatever yeah. into, into it's okay. much like tlc and how their their attempts to to have real programming uh, in addition to people with many babies people getting mm. pregnant now, is, now are we, we going to talk about bristol and her boyfriend getting back together or about the rumors of sarah palin's boob gate yeah that was or the her building the wall between her and the reporter who moved in <laughs> any of, of those any of those but yes i mean without getting into all the details there is so much going on with this woman um who is still apparently a viable presidential candidate um uh, I don't know. I am, but yes, the boob gate. <laughs> and she what recently had her book come out, Going Rogue, which I certainly have well, not read. That was a read. while back. Yeah, well, that one's a recently enough. Yeah. 
But but yeah, there was the whole boob gate thing because what they were wondering whether or not she had a boob job or yeah. and and I'm like, yeah, really, this is news. This is I, well, like, it must be bad if you're saying <laughs> is this news. But I no, mean, I just I I don't know. I, I she is um she's a very interesting person. I I think I like I I prefer Tina Fey playing Sarah Palin to Sarah oh, Palin. Oh yeah, yeah, but. Definitely. But yeah, that is that's my um people in a minute. My those were my three topics of discussion this week. Okay. Well, um, I think it's almost time for stump the chump, and since this is a uh, via phone today, uh, we're going to be using our our yet to be named telephone hotline. Yes. To try and reach her now. Uh, what's her name? Elise. Elise. Elise is playing. Yes, Elise, who um I've been told is one of. You know, the three biggest Twilight fans in the whole world. <laughs> Something like that. The other two being Stephanie Meyer and Stephanie Meyer's mom. So she's like third in line behind them. Stephanie but, Meyer, for people like Latoya, <laughs> wrote Twilight. So she, I don't think she People like Latoya. Life. I don't even list. I don't even, I, 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 even I, I, read I, Twilight. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't get the joke. You wouldn't get that Stephanie Meyer wrote that. So that's why I was saying that. But um, we are trying to get her on the line right now. And... But first, of course, it is the Stump the Chump Singers. Uh, Kel Carpenter joins us every week. Uh, it's been a week since we've seen Kel. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, but uh, he's going to come in, and what are you going to sing us today? Or well, is it going to be a surprise? I've got, I've got some voice met, uh, issues today, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> today? Today, yeah. what, Did you have them last week, too? Or? No, last week I was pretty okay, but in, in the ensuing week I you know, Little little frog in my throat. Okay. Well, you know, as a singer, I figured you'd do like the Earl Grey. Yeah. No, no, tea every morning. No, I don't, I don't do a little tea. Okay. I'll do the tea. Nah. Nah. Um, but yeah, today. Uh, the whiskey and cigarettes catching up to you. It is. It is. Well, that, <laughs> hardcore that life. Being, that and being, you know, almost 70. Yeah. Do that too. Yeah. 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 Uh, today uh, I'm going to entertain us with a little little snippet of the song Twilight Zone by Golden Earring. Oh, awesome. A uh, great 80s hit. Yes. Uh, hopefully it will be... Uh, Do you know this song, Latoria, because you look confused? Yeah, well, I'm, pre I'm pretending like I know what you guys are talking about. I do that a lot. This is so. this is like a classic. It is a classic. Well, sure. when you sing it, maybe I'll know because you know it's one of those. Oh, I don't know it by title. I'm not sure you'll recognize it. You Kale's not. rendition, but <laughs> go ahead. Well, he puts his own flair <sighs> spin on things. Okay. That's true. There we go. Help! I'm slipping into the twilight zone. This is a madhouse, feels like being cloned. My beacons have moved under moon and stars. Where am I to go now that I've gone too far? Well, you're gone, you know, when the bullet hits the bone. Awesome. No. That's a great, you can't tell me you've never heard that song. I, no, no, yeah. I don't One think of so. only two hits, really, by Golden Earring. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, the other being Radar Love, and they're separated by like. Ten years okay. on the charts. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. I, Moving I mean, on. Well, I don't see how you could have not heard the yeah, song. Yeah, it's... You'll yeah. have to play me the real version at some point. So you're saying Kel's version wasn't close enough? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Kel. You're, you're our... Stump the Chump singer, so let's... Now, now, we're closing in on July 4th, so I want you to start thinking about something patriotically themed okay. for when we get Yeah, well, we can do that. That's fine. So. No problems there. All righty. Maybe born in the USA? That would be great. Oh, yeah. If my throat continues to give me trouble, I would actually sound like True. Bruce Springsteen. Well, you know, when you walked in, my first thought was, oh, my God, it's Warren Zevon. <laughs> but, but it turned out it was just Kel. No, but, no, uh, the glasses are still missing, so... Uh, <laughs> Okay. Alrighty, so let's get um, Elise on the line. Calling her now. Let's see. This makes for exciting radio. I know. This is our first one. <laughs> oh, do you hear it ringing? Hello. Hey, Elise. You're you're hey. um. I, I I'm sure you were expecting our call. Well, we're sorry. We're we're here. Um, we're actually recording the show, and and um, are you ready yeah, for? I'm in the stack. Yes. Yes. 
So as you know, um, the trivia this week is Twilight, and you are yeah. like, what? What did they call you guys? Twihards or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Now, now I have to ask. This is Barry. Are you on Team Jacob or Team Edward? You know, I'm I'm kind of both. Oh. Yeah, I I, I can <laughs> that, never choose. That's, 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 I like them both. Yeah, okay. Well, that's just naughty. Yeah, that is a little naughty. Yeah, you have to pick one. Oh, if, I'm if sorry. If you had to well, pick um, one. I hope my husband's not listening, but I, I would say Team Jacob. Okay. Well, he does have better abs, at least yeah, in the movies. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> He's less no, pasty. No, that has nothing to do That's with true. it. He has a great personality. Oh, <laughs> yeah. but, but the abs don't hurt. <laughs> no, actually, the thing I like about him is the whole martial arts thing. Like, I mean, he's, he's amazing. I don't know if y'all know anything about that, but he was the... Um, the Shark Boy and Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. 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 Oh. He's, so he's, that's what got him into Hollywood was his um, his uh, experience in martial arts. So. Wow. Well, we're okay. learning things. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, the way this works. Well, let me bring you into the world of Twilight, guys. <laughs> there you go. Well, the way this is going to work is I have five questions for you. Okay. Um, if you get at least three of them correct, then you win. And what you're playing for today is LaToya is going to buy you lunch. <laughs> but, okay. but if you don't get three of them, then you have to go Dutch. Yes. Okay. Okay. But you now, do still now, at least LaToya, get the button. I can hear you a little bit better. Barry, are you further away from the phone? I am. She's holding the phone okay. like really far away from me. Okay. You just move closer to the phone. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me better now? Yes. Okay. All right. Here's question number one. All right, and they are multiple choice. So, okay. All right. What is Bella's full name? Is it Isabella Catherine Swan? Isabella Naomi Swan? Or Isabella Marie Swan? What? You can't do that. What? <laughs> well, I, I thought okay, you were a huge uh, fan. Let, let, me, let me hear the uh, choices again. Okay. Isabella Catherine Swan, Isabella Naomi Swan, or Isabella Marie Swan? While she's thinking, I'll remind our viewers that she is a twihard. She says that she she loves the series. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe I believe I believe this is the main character. Yes. <laughs> Familiar, so I'm, I'm gonna have to guess. Um, I'll, I'll guess A. That is Final incorrect. Answer. That is incorrect. Final answer. <laughs> yeah. the, the correct answer was Isabella Marie Swan. Oh, that would have been my second choice. Dang it. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> no deal. <laughs> <laughs> so this means you have to get three out of the next four correct. Okay. Okay. Now, in the beginning of the series, Bella moved from blank to blank. So I want to know the name of the, the city she moved from and the city that she moved to. Are, are you giving me multiple choice? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see if you just knew this, you know. Okay, yeah, number one. Well, okay, see, the, the city, I, I mean, I know she came from Arizona and then yeah. she moved to Forks, but as far as what city in Arizona, I've... Well, you'll probably get it then after these guesses, or these options. Uh, was it Tallahassee to Spoons? <laughs> was it St. Louis to Knives? Or Phoenix to Forks? Okay, Phoenix. That's yes. It. It's Phoenix. Ding, right. ding, ding. Final answer. <laughs> so th this is great. Now you only need two more. Yep. So you can be thinking about where LaToya is going to take you because, <laughs> you know... We, we've put no limit on how much you could expect her to pay. And he says and we. He has put no limit. Yeah. All right, here's the next one. What was Edward's last name before he became a vampire? Was it Massey? Was it Coolin? Was it Mason? Or was it Cullen? Let me hear the answers one, one more sure. time. <laughs> okay. 
There's Massey, Coolin, Mason, or Cullen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And of course, Cullen is is what his last name is now after right. he became well, a vampire. I know it is, but I have no idea what it was before. Yes, uh, he was he, he, he originally Edward Anthony Mason. Mm. Yes. Darn. So this means we have two questions left, and you have to get both of them right. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm <laughs> All right. Now th this this one should be easy. What brand of car? Does Edward drive? Volvo. Yes, that is correct. Wow, didn't even need the choices. <laughs> yes. That's great. Okay, what this means is we well, have one question left, and you need to get it right. The pressure. <clears throat> okay. Edward was born in what year? Was it 1901, 1903, 1905 or 1907? Do you want to hear them again? Hold on. Okay. Oh, no. I hope you are not, like, wikiing it or doing something crazy. No, 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 no. I, I actually, I thought the answer was 1908, but he didn't say any of those. Yep. That okay. Is, um, so that's, that's throwing me off a little bit because I could have sworn it was 1908. Are you sure your answers are right? <laughs> I, I printed it off of, of a Twilight trivia quiz website. Oh, okay. Yeah. And if it, if it, if it, if it makes you feel even worse, only 15% of people who took the quiz missed this one. Okay. Yeah. So here's the answers. Right. 1901, 1903, 1905, or 1907. Ding, 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 ding. Woo! We have a winner. That's great. <laughs> so, I know where I got the eight from. That's when he was changed it to a vampire. It was 1918. Okay, that's that's my problem. Yeah, and so now, now what you've won is Latoya's going to have to buy you lunch. Yeah. At the establishment of your choice. <laughs> so, Barry, does that mean she can come over today and buy me lunch? Uh, No. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> But now what she could do, I guess, if you wanted to, like, order out, she could just give you her credit card number. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so, yay. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks for um, participating. So in addition to, I guess, me buying you lunch, you also get the highly coveted I Got Caught in the Stacks with Barry and LaToya 2010 button. So I will be giving that to you um, when we have that special lunch. But thanks again. We appreciate it. And um, we're, we're hoping that we continue to do this. And like Barry said, we'll be naming the, the, this, this number or our hotline soon. So thanks again for participating, Elise. Sure, guys. Okay, All bye. Right, have fun. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Well, that went very well. Yeah, that was I'm glad fun. we had a, had a winner this time. Yeah, <laughs> this time. Yeah. I mean, you know, last week, poor Kel. And from what I understand, Amber, who was supposed to have been on the show, yeah. exactly as you said that you said you thought she was going to get four out of five when we when she was asked the questions, did get four out of five. Yeah, she would have won. Right. Yeah. So, so right now, Kel is our loser on the show. Yes. He well, he is the the ultimate chump. Yes, yes, so. as of right now. What we should do is at the end of the year, take everybody who lost and make them compete in some competition to see who's the biggest chump. And the, the biggest chump is the person who loses the competition at the end. That would be great. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, that is their redeeming moment. And if they right. fail that. They are the chump. They are the chump, and we name them the chump of the year. Yes. Ultimate, ultimate chump. I like that. We'll have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's time to slide into movie TV chat. Um, which I'd like to kind of throw in some music uh, chat in there, too. I want to throw in something, too. Apple. Well, I'm throwing mine in first. Okay. Uh, which is that, uh, apparently, did I miss it that U2 became, like, the official band of the World Cup? Because at least on ESPN, every commercial they show, 
and ABC also. Every commercial they show, they're playing YouTube music. Well, I thought YouTube was the official band of, like, everything. <laughs> well, you know, it's just, I have some Facebook friends who posted a couple weeks ago saying they thought YouTube just needed to retire. You know, that they had not done any good music since Joshua Tree. And I think, you know, they obviously have done different kinds of music. Yeah, they have. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I like YouTube. It's just, I, I, I'm, every time, in America at least, they want to do something that's somewhat exotic, mm -hmm. they play U2 music, I guess, because it kind of sounds, I don't know, mm -hmm. I mean, they take elements from African music and elements right, from all right. kinds of different music, I guess, you know, and that's the most, you know, I mean, but, you know, people like Peter Gabriel has certainly done much more stuff with world music. Yeah, I agree. But I guess, you know, U2, U2 must have, like. I don't know, pictures of somebody or something. Because I mean, they, they get maybe. pictures of everything. Yeah, and they're certainly, I mean, you know, not saying, oh, they're old or anything. I, that doesn't matter when it comes in the world of music, really, in terms of age. But they certainly have been around for quite some time. Um, and it, I think that they do, every couple of years or so, come out with something that's that gets quite a bit of radio play here in the yeah. States. Um, but I think maybe part of it is the the legacy aspect, you know? They're around because they're, oh, it's you too, you know? Yeah. Kind of like, oh, it's the Rolling Stones. Oh, it's, you know, so. But, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, they are everywhere. And Bono is like the face of, of fundraising worldwide, it almost yeah. seems like. So, so yeah, no, I, I see Which I always that. find it strange. I mean, you know, I, if, and look, for all I know, the man may donate a billion dollars every year. But it's, it always seems strange to me when people who have more money than I could possibly ever count mm -hmm. are asking me to give money. I know. I do find that very disturbing. Yeah. Like when they're like... And it seems like, like Bono alone could wipe out hunger in some countries. Oh, yeah. Or in some cases where it's like, you know, they could probably fund the country yeah. and, and improve the, the lifestyles of those. That, yeah. It's like, oh, well, let's make a call out to... The you know regular Joe who who's you know struggling to pay their bills yeah. to try and um to to give money and I mean the causes are great don't get oh, yeah. me wrong yeah. but yeah they make so much money or even not I know sometimes they're like oh well they're not the ones making all the money the their companies are you know, yeah, you know well then their worth millions of dollars well, yeah. I mean he got um, into a lot of trouble a few years ago because you know he has most of his money. Uh, in like Swiss accounts and stuff, and you know he was trying to get out of paying taxes. Oh, I have nothing to hide. He was trying to get well, he was trying to get out of paying taxes in Ireland. Yeah. You know, I mean, and obviously, you know, it's happened with bands before. I mean, the Rolling Stones were briefly exiled to France. You know, so they <laughs> they were trying to not pay taxes in England. Um, but you know, if if the man has that much money, you know, buy a small country and fix it up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh you know, yeah. Bring in the folks from IKEA and you know fix it all up with some nice <laughs> furniture and. That kind of stuff. But. but yeah, so what I wanted to mention was actually Apple. Okay, I love um, Apple, Macintosh, all of that stuff. You know, I'm I'm very much into that world. Really? Of, I didn't know you liked Apple stuff. Really? No. I, I still haven't, I have not decided whether or not I'm getting the iPad. And I know it's huge. You know, I have everything else by Apple. You know, I have the iPhone, the iPod, iMacs, MacBook, you know, all of that. But I'm still not sold on the iPad. What I mean, how about you? I know that we've talked about it before, but... Uh, you know, I mean, it seems like a fun toy, but it doesn't seem essential. Um, because, you know, I mean, obviously I would like to use it a lot for writing. It's You know, I've, I've played with one, and it just does not feel completely comfortable to me yet. I mean, if I was going to use it as a hardcore writing thing... Um, I would want it to have a slightly larger keyboard. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the other stuff, it's, I mean, basically it looks and feels like a gigantic iPhone. Um, but still to me, it's it's missing certain yeah. things, not just in well, the, the typing know, aspect. Well, but. you know, to me, if, if but this is just for my, my point, what I would like better is if they sold me a wireless keyboard that went with my phone <laughs> and then I had like my word processing software on my phone mm -hmm. and then I could just set it next to it and just type away and it would save it on my phone. You know, then I, that would, this is all the computer I would need. Well, I'm sure you could probably do that actually because of the Bluetooth and you get the Bluetooth. But you know, I've, I've, and then you type in notes or something. Yeah. Notes. Yeah. yeah see, yeah. I'd want a fully configured word, word processor. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, know. there's still stuff that I'm waiting for to happen in with the iPad as to why I still haven't gotten it. Because normally, you know, I'm very impulsive when it comes to buys, and I love electronics. I'd much rather buy electronics than anything else. 
and Apple, like, I mean, they come out with something new and I'm like, oh, I'm there. But I'm still, yeah, it's it's not what I want it to be. I guess maybe my expectations are, are a, a bit different. Like, I wanted it to be truly like a, a, a in-between of a um, laptop and the iPhone. Um, the best of both worlds kind of thing that I can just carry around in my hand and, and go and... But it's, it's not there yet. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, what I hope that Steve Jobs is working on, okay? <laughs> um, I, I'm going to play idea man here for a minute because what I want is a fully functioning phone computer that I can carry around in my pocket. But I want at the, the touch of a button for this thing to be modular and it's like opening up like a, like like the, a transformer. Well, like or a transformer or like Iron Man's you know suit of armor yeah. you know, in Iron Man 2. And it goes... <laughs> and it opens up. <laughs> To a full size one, if I want it to, that so I can like watch so a movie nice. or something, and then I push the button and it, goes, and it folds back down to the size of my iPhone. That would be amazing. Yeah. Oh. Now, Steve, I don't know. I don't know if Steve is a subscriber to this show, <laughs> but I mean, I'll give you that idea for free. You well, make it happen. And then, in addition to that, my biggest thing is they need to integrate Mobile Me, which is a service but I don't they use sell. Me. Oh, I know that, but I'm talking about me, 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 me here. Mm -hmm. So they need to have, um, as a mobile me subscriber, I think the biggest thing with Apple is their um, iLife software, which includes iWeb, GarageBand, all of that. That needs to be on the iPad because if you're a mobile me subscriber, it's easier to to kind of do all of that stuff with those programs and push it online mm -hmm. Um than doing, you know, again, that, that's my biggest gripe. And I know we're just rambling on and it's supposed to be movie TV chat. Yeah, I was saying, what section are we in here? <laughs> Maybe today we've changed it to, to music um, technology chat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I, and, and it's kind of like that with the iPhone 4. I'm, everyone's been pre-ordering it. And yeah, I heard they like suspended pre-orders or something. Did they, they really? Yeah, because they were said they were getting over. Overwhelmed because yeah, the day it released, um, the pre-ordering occurred. The site was so, running so slow because I was looking to see if I really wanted to do it, and because my contract period, uh, well, I'm outside of the the nice price range of the one ninety nine. Right. If I get it early, I have to pay three ninety nine, which you know I've never really you know dropping three ninety nine on a, <laughs> a phone is not. I'm not going to lose sleep over. Uh, not that I have the money. It's just it's a phone and I love it. But I'm I'm not sold on it yet. Um, I think I'm waiting, kind of like when the 3G came out initially. I still held on to my um, original iPhone and didn't switch over until it became a 3GS. So yeah. um, I think that there's probably much like with anything that's truly new, which is which the iPhone 4 is, I, I'm waiting to see what kinks are in the system. And I certainly, with the, the demand for it, I don't want to jump on the day it, it's releasing because... Right. Again, it it depends also on AT and T, and AT and T has been notorious about messing up the whole system. So, so yeah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. That's what I say now. But you know, you wait until it releases, yeah. and I'll be like, oh, I got the iPhone. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard some of the new features that sound kind of nice, but I didn't hear anything that sounded so nice that I was like, oh, I've got to get yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so. so yeah, I think I might wait until March of 2011, which is when I can afforded at the the um, actual low price but i don't know yet we'll see so are we gonna just totally forego movie and tv chat this week and and um <laughs> i mean was there anything else you wanted to talk about tv well, I have stuff but i mean you know uh yeah i did okay so as everyone knows we're fans of doctor who and of course torchwood um, which we haven't really discussed as much except for your your love of john barrowman um, but I heard that there's, um, you know, we were talking earlier about the America's American seasons versus series. Mm -hmm. Explain that a little bit more for our audience members who are not as familiar. Well, I mean, obviously in America, I mean, yeah, we have seasons and it, it, a, a series, what we call a series, something like, um, like a mini series or something. Well, or like go, the golden girls, we would call it that whole thing. A oh, series. a collection. Of, yeah. And it's broken up into individual seasons and most seasons here are tend to be at least 20 episodes and, it's and then it year. takes a break. Right. Right. And then it comes back every immediately. year. Right. right. Now in the, the UK in terms of their television history, um, generally they, they refer to what we call a season as a series. So series one, series two, series three, and so forth. So, for instance, Torchwood that they're talking about bringing back for series four, 
Um, and what they define as a series is basically as, in some cases, it's well, it's however long it takes to tell the story, or you know, for them to have a series over thirteen episodes is, is unusual. And in some cases, like series three of Torchwood was only five episodes. Mm-hmm. Was that Children of Earth? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's considered a, a what we would call a whole season. There was only five episodes, although they were two-hour episodes. And then what I find is interesting with the way their series work mm-hmm. is that they, kind of they yeah. could take a break for like five years and then come back mm-hmm. and then, you know, okay, this is series, you know, number three, even though yeah. they've taken a hiatus of five years, kind of like with, what is it, that John Cleese series, oh, um, famous series. Faulty um, Towers? Yeah. yeah. Where, well, and, um, and, yeah, with things like... Uh, uh, are you being served? Sometimes would skip years. Um, absolutely fabulous. I know at one point skipped. I think like three or four years. And I'm like, you know, I I think it's great that they can do that. I, I'm very certainly very American because I'm like, if this, it, you know, it needs to be on every year. I need to be able to set my clock by it, kind of thing. And and I'm like, how can you do that? I know here in the states you couldn't get away with taking such a long break and then bringing series back. Well, I know from their perspective, it would be that you know the quality is probably they would say. Is higher doing which, it their way. Which in Doctor Who and Torchwood, I would agree. Yeah, well, even <laughs> it's something like Star Trek, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they had like, you know, 26 episodes they were going to do every season, and there were always at least six or seven episodes that probably should never have been made. Yeah, yeah. You I know, can agree I mean, it's with hard that. to do seven or eight years of 30 episodes a season and have them all be good. But if you do, you might could do three years of 10 episodes in each year. And maintain quality. Yeah, it's, it's hard, though, being an American viewer and watching British television, because I love British television, but that that, that whole accepting of they have shorter seasons slash series, and you never really know if it's coming back next year. So with Torchwood, which is what I was going to discuss, they, had, they ended with Children of Earth, which was that five, right. the, the five-parter. Um, and so it's been off the air now for... A while it, yeah. it, in, in, over in England. Yeah, and uh, now it's been picked up by uh, Stars here. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, unfortunately, is not something I carry, so I might have to... Well, I, no, I'm not going to add that just for, <laughs> for Torchwood. I'm going to have to like download it on iTunes or, yeah. or find some way to watch it. But it's still going to be run by Russell T. Davies, who did the, the British version, and it's in conjunction with BBC and everything. So I imagine that the quality will stay the same. But Stars is the same folks who did... Um, you know, Spartacus. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll be a little freer in terms of the nudity. Because, yeah, I mean, like Torchwood is known for kind of pushing the envelope with with some of the stuff that they show. Yeah. Um, and I do think it's interesting, the, the way that's worked out, that basically America picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, you know, they tried to sell it to Fox a while back, and Fox were talking about doing a... Uh, what I had heard was that it was going to be maybe a soft reboot kind of thing yeah. where they weren't going to necessarily mm. say the other stuff didn't happen, but they weren't necessarily going to refer to it. It was going to be like an American group of Torchwood. No. And I'd heard different things about whether or not Captain Jack, John Berriman's character, would be involved. And if so, if Berriman would be playing him or if he would be you know, an American actor mm-hmm. in the role. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad because, I mean, on Stars, it looks like they're going to have um, the characters of Jack and Gwen back. Which are yeah the main characters and yeah. you know everybody sorry else, spoiler alert yeah everyone else is dead and yeah. um I, I'm looking forward to it I'm curious I know we've discussed where they're gonna go with the storyline because I mean the way Children of Earth ended you know I'm like if if the series had truly ended that would have been a point to end um but I am curious as to what happens yeah well I wish they had never done Children of Earth <laughs> well I mean it was well done but yeah it, it did not to me, make the series stronger. Sometimes they'll do a story on a show, and at the end of it, you know, you just say, well, this just weakened every character in the show. Um, it's like last last season of True Blood, I really liked, but there are certain characters who spent the entire season being victims. And at the end of it, you know, you're, you're left saying, you know, I think less of that character by the end of this season, I don't think that the characters are in any way stronger because of that. Well, I was unhappy that they, you know, killed off, uh, you know, everyone else on the se- the se- the series. Um, but yeah, more specifically, Yanto was it was it made no sense, and I, I think for for Jack's character, it was going to make him far more jaded. And how can he not be more bitter and jaded? Well, I mean, it's it's just an example of lazy writing, though. It's always easier to. Um, 
to, to go for the big impact of killing a character. And Russell T. Davies has said, you know, the reason they killed Yanto was they said, you know, this storyline is so big and so epic, you know, somebody's got to die. You know, it wasn't like... They could have killed off, like, Andy or something, some minor yeah. character. Well, they, they thought that it needed to have impact. Obviously, they're not going to kill Jack. They right. can't. For one thing, it's very difficult to kill right. Jack. And uh, you're not going to kill Gwen. Right. Because she was our, our, you know, our point of entry character on the first episode. Exactly. And, well, they uh, could have killed Reese. That, and that would have didn't feel that would have enough impact. Yeah. I mean, and I know and that... they the, killed everybody else. Yeah, and I, I realize that the reason why they even have that storyline is to kind of bring in a, 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 an, an outsider. Of, right, of a yeah. reality, since it, it takes... You get to see them interact outside of the, you know, her job setting. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I, I'm excited about possibly seeing Torchwood. I'm still behind on Doctor Who. <laughs> I think you are, too. A few episodes, yeah. But it's not to say I don't still love the series. I do, but I've been watching other things on my DVR. Um, um, and well, saving it. I'm still not warmed up to, to Matt Smith. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the stories have been okay. Well, there, there were one or two episodes so far this season that have been awful. But um, for the most part, it's been okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not a huge fan of him yet. And of course, you know, with it being the summer um, and us talking about America and, and how we do things on television, you know, you've got your basically your fall, it's the stuff you watch in the fall and then the stuff you watch kind of during the summer. So I'm excited because Big Brother is about to come on again. I'm looking forward to that. I love it's, Big Brother. It's my only reality show left that I watch every week. Right, because I know you <coughs> stopped watching Survivor, which disappointed me because I yeah. didn't have anyone to talk to. I stopped American Idol. Right, and I, well, I did that too because the show is... Not the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, and even stuff like Mythbusters and Dirty Jobs, which are kind of like reality shows. Those um, aren't, yeah. Well, I, I don't, if I miss an episode, I don't, I don't care. Oh, okay. You know? I mean, I'll watch them when it's on, but um, I don't set my, my schedule around it. So. Oh, okay. Well, now I don't set my schedule around any show. I, I, that's why I have a DVR. I need to just be like a spokesperson um, for DVR. <laughs> something like Big Brother, though, I want to watch live. Um, Those are shows that I want to watch Because you see spoilers live. about them right away. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least in the same and day. He, he, or... With Big Brother, sometimes you know you see spoilers before it airs anyway. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I, I am disappointed recently, of course, with the ending of this this last fall season, with how many shows they canceled. Um, yeah. I know that always happens, but um, you know they canceled Law and Order, the original series, which you know has been on for decades. Um, and then some shows that I watch, I watch Ghost Whisperer and. Um, the old adventures, of, or sorry, the new adventures of old Christine. There were only two good reasons to watch and, Ghost Whisperer. <laughs> and what were those reasons, or can you say on it, the air? It's a family show, I probably should Oh, okay. Say. But, uh, and then Gary on Married and stuff, but they're, I you guess, know, what's her name, uh, what's Jennifer her name? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, I, she'll carry him with her to whatever she does next, I guess. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. I'm, yes, she will. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's segue into, um, on book that talk. Note. Yes, let's end it there. Um, and calm me down a little bit, and we'll talk about book talk, which, you know, I don't really have anything to add, just, well, I'm just here. You know, last week I did say I was going to read a Doctor Who novel, uh, Feast of the Damned. Yes. Uh, I did read that. Okay. Um, it was okay. Uh, the Doctor kind of came off a bit, as a, a bit of a jerk. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, huh. I mean, the basic premise is it's set during the time when Rose is with him. And so Rose um, drags him back to London mm-hmm. because she gets a, a message from one of her old clubbing friends mm-hmm. that um, the, the girl's brother has died in a mysterious accident. Okay. And so Rose wants to be there to comfort her. And uh, the doctor's just not very sympathetic about the whole thing. And, um, and I, you know, sometimes he would... I, I just didn't... Well, he was kind of that way at times during the series with yeah. things. Um, but... Well, like, Rose wanted to stay for a couple of days to make sure she was going to be okay. And he was like, you know, days? You know, I've got well, places to go and all this the, kind of that's stuff. That's always and, been the Doctor. He's always uh, interested in running off to the next I, thing. I think he... Uh, I, I think, in particularly the David Tennant version, uh, had a little more empathy than that. But um, A little bit, but I mean, yeah. even with, with Tennant and his interactions with Donna and stuff, he wasn't... There were there were times where he he was just like that. With the well, it's pom- difficult uh, to be too sweet with Donna. You know, it was <laughs> a difficult character, but but Rose actually felt just like Rose. Like mm-hmm. I thought the author did a fine job on her, and uh, and there were a few good. It, it was very much a Doctor Who adventure. Okay. You know, there's ghosts. 
and monsters and stuff. But of course, it's all aliens. Right. You know, it's kind of right. like it's kind of like on Scooby Doo, how you know the vampire is always Mr. McGillicuddy, the uh-huh. farmer from down the street. Well, in Doctor Who, no matter what it is, it's always going to turn out to be an alien. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, it was pretty good. I haven't started anything else yet. Okay. Um, yeah, obviously I'm not really reading any, anything, like, in terms of books or, <laughs> or anything. Um, but I figured that this would be a good point to interject my poem that I so did. So another poem. Yeah, I did have from a rest of no, last is this week. The, is this the dirty one? No, the no, no. We're not ever doing the dirty okay, poem. because I thought maybe we needed, like, a, a warning on no, this episode. But since, you know, in lieu of me talking. Maybe, maybe you could, you could bring in the dirty one. Yeah. And anything that would be dirty. You just replace with the word woohoo. <laughs> and then read that one out loud. And then and you, you just use that word for anything that's dirty. And then people at home can just imagine what it is you're discussing. Uh, no, still no. I, I mean, you wouldn't even have to imagine yeah. you'd know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> that one is staying under wraps. Uh, but this is my contribution to the book talk section. Um, <laughs> since I... Obviously, the the running gag here and in life is that I don't read. I'm not sure it's a gag. It's a gag because I do read from time to time, like serious stuff. I was recently, I read all of um, Jane Austen's works, except mm-hmm. for Lady Susan. That's the last one I have not read. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was going through a period there where I was just devouring that type right, of so stuff. Right, you read, so you read like four or five books mm-hmm. in a space of a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And then on the other sides of that were like years of no books, and now it's going on many months. Okay, so my poem that I wrote... It's like a tiny oasis in a wasteland of not reading. And yes, I am a librarian. Um, so, So this is my poem that I wrote about that. Last night I dreamed soundly. I dreamed of a book. I actually read one. No pictures, just look. I know it sounds funny, a librarian who doesn't read. I can tell you about gossip, like which celebrity steals. I have degrees and several letters to follow my name, but give me my people, the insider and okay. No Chaucer or Thackeray, not Austin nor Doyle. I like all the pictures, celebrity charm. But back to my dream, where I did truly read, but now I've forgotten, only Brad Pitt do I see. I appreciate the authors, those true to the art, but nowadays I look forward to my people and star. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. So see, I mean, you know, obviously I'm an intelligent person. I'm creative. I'm reading enough to be able to write poetry and stuff. So, you know. Now, when you you do a collection of all the In the Stacks poems, Uh you know. Uh, that should be interesting. I guess so. Maybe maybe it could be like, because, you know, obviously it's going to be in the Snacks production. I'll have to have some role in it. So sure. maybe all the poems are yours, and then I'll have like a, a critique or analysis of each one. Right. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, you critiqued me enough as it is. So Well, maybe I can just write the introduction. Okay. That, that sounds good. The introduction and the epilogue. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think we actually came in a, a few minutes under this time. Well, we didn't hit we miscellaneous or anything. Is there anything else you wanted to discuss on this week's show? Or no, no, really. you're tired. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's the summer. It's the summer reading club. I'm telling you, it, it just drains the life out of you. Yeah. Um. You know. I mean, I, on my writing front, I'm still working on the same novel I've been working on. And that's coming along. Um, you're, you you said that you're hoping to wrap that up soon. Well, yeah. I mean, I'd originally wanted to wrap it up by the end of this month, but that's not going to happen. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm about 15,000 words short of where I want to be at the end. So, so you're going to, are you going to, are you still pushing for that goal? Or are you going to, um, Oh, by the end of this month? Well, no, no, the 15,000 words. Oh, the, oh well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, in the end, I mean, I'm only, a, it's going to be a pulp novel, which usually runs about 60 to 65,000 words. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm at like 46 something. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I understand now. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, back in the old pulp days, a uh, a short story was anything under, um, you know, basically 15,000 words. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, then they had novellas that were around 30,000. And uh, then a pulp novel was 60,000 and up. So, yeah. Um, yeah. If I come in under, then it doesn't qualify as a novel. 
No, it doesn't. Yes. Sorry. My yeah. bad. <laughs> now, you know, I have friends online, of course, you're like, oh, I just finished the novel. It was like, you know, I don't know, 700,000 words or something. And I'm like. It's like an omnibus or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah. It, that's way too. Mm, yeah. mm. I, write, I write short novels. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. All right, so I guess we'll be back again next, next week. week. Yeah, um, yes. is next week our author coming in or that's July eighth? Okay, so is that so next? that will be the week after next? Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yes, next <laughs> week uh, we don't know who Stump the Chump is going to be yet. No, not yet. But um, it'll be somebody interesting, I'm sure. And hopefully they'll continue this week's trend of having a winner. Yes, and not be a loser like Kel. Yeah, no more losers like Kel. <laughs> Although Kel will probably be here singing. Yes, I think that that's becoming a part of the show. I want to hear him do 9 to 5. That would be great. Yeah. Maybe we could do like 9 to 5 trivia, because that's a great movie. That is a great movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, see you guys uh, in a week. And remember to let us know if you have any feedback or things you'd like, Yes, please visit us on Facebook and send us your messages um, and suggestions. And uh, it's Latoya in the Stacks? Yes, Latoya in the Stacks at TLOSGA.org. Yeah, or Barry in the Stacks. Yes. Yeah, and it is B-A-R-R-Y. Yes, not B-E-R-R-Y. No, not B-E. And Latoya, in this case, it's okay to be all lowercase with your name. Only in this case. Yeah, because normally she she randomly capitalizes. No, I don't randomly. There's a distinct difference between a Latoya with no capital T uh-huh. and one with a capital T. I am obviously a capital T. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm in, to share solidarity, I'm going to start capitalizing the first R. In Barry. Right. So it'd be capital B, lowercase a, capital R, uh-huh. lower R, lower Y. Got it. No. So it's like Barry. Oh, it's kind of yeah. exotic that yeah. way. Barry. I like that. Okay. Well, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.